It's my pleasure and privilege to direct you to a portion of Psalm 119 this morning. Amen. Let's learn what we can from the Word of God and allow the Word of God to direct our spiritual man into greater praise and understanding of His great love and kindness and mercy to us. Starting verse 73, please. Please follow along and I'll read 73 through 80. And let's rejoice together. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. They that fear thee will be glad when they see me, because I have hoped in thy word. I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right, and that thou in faithfulness hast afflicted me. Let, I pray thee, thy merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to thy word unto thy servant. Let thy tender mercies come unto me, that I may live, for thy law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause, but I will meditate in thy precepts. Let those that fear thee turn unto me, and those that have known thy testimonies. Let my heart be sound in thy statutes, that I be not ashamed. What a privilege to know and understand and be able to, to rightly understand God's intent of how he deals with the righteous and understand his commandments to the righteous. As we think on verse 73... Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. In the beginning, God created. We start with that. That is the beginning of the fear of the Lord. However, I am so grateful that for those in this room and for many, many countless more around the globe, he has also given us understanding that I may learn thy commandments. It is one thing to create us physically, but it is a whole different world to create someone spiritually yes, and to give right. them the understanding and the ability to know God. Wow. David here acknowledges God's sovereignty in his creation of the physical body and spiritual understanding. It is God that is sovereign. We note that David is not satisfied with just mere existence. He is not complete without the word of God because he has a spiritual man in him. David acknowledges God as the source of wisdom and the dispenser of wisdom. God obviously took great attention to detail when he formed you physically. What kind care, wisdom, delicate balance did he use when he fashioned your physical characteristics? Shall he take any less interest in your soul? Shall he take any less wisdom and care and attention to detail when when teaching and nourishing your soul? That's right. How kind he is. Verse 74, they that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I have hoped in thy word. Placing your confidence and your trust in God's word gives you hope that is visible and is comfortable to others around you if they share that spiritual nature. What impact, I ask you this morning, do you have on those around you in your sphere of influence? Do you have a positive, healthful, joyful, nourishing, uplifting influence spiritually to those around you? Because of the presence of word of God in your life? Can others say they can tell that they have been with Jesus when they see you and know you? 
Verses 75 through 77. I know, O Lord, that that thy judgments are right, and that thou in faithfulness hast afflicted me. Let, I pray thee, thy merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to thy word unto unto thy servant. Let thy tender mercies come unto me, that I may live, for thy law is my delight. Here we learn the character of God and the nature of his chastisement. He afflicted David as he afflicts us sometimes. However, we note the treatment of the wicked and the righteous are very different. In other places, David says that God is angry with the wicked every day. The purpose and the intent and the design of God's treatment of the wicked is that he hates them and he wants to display his wrath. How different is that to his purpose and designs and treatment of the righteous? He is kind and merciful and faithful and righteous and ultimately the purpose is for the good of the child and his own glory. What a difference. Here also we learn the character of the righteous under that affliction. David doesn't whine or complain. He acknowledges the support that God gives him during that affliction. Note that it is for his comfort, and note the kindness and faithfulness and tender mercies that are referred to and they're prayed for. It is sort of odd, naturally speaking, for someone to trust for mercy and comfort in the same hand that strikes you. But a Christian can do that to a faithful God. Isn't that neat? We know by experience and from the word of God that it is the hand that strikes us in faithfulness that we can also pray, and it is the source of our comfort and strength. Verse 78, let the proud be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause. It's your own fault and my own fault if the proud deal perversely with you with cause. You gave them a reason to be adverse to you. However, if if they deal with you perversely without a cause, then you may rejoice because God is on your side and God hates the proud and he defends the humble. Yes, right. Verse 79, let those that fear thee turn unto me and those that have known thy testimonies. Are you a lover of good men, as it's referred to elsewhere? Who do you surround yourself with? Who do you pick as your friends? Yes. And why do you pick them as your friends? Is it primarily because they fear God? Is that the reason and the source of the friends in your life? Yes, because they fear God. And do they rejoice in coming around you because you're going to supply their spirit with nourishment and health? Yes. Are you a, a, a source of comfort and stability to those around you because of your knowledge of the word of God? Let my heart be sound in thy statutes. Let me close with this verse from Second, First Peter 5. But the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. Amen. 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 Brother Neil.